0: Her name is synonymous with eternal beauty. She is a cultural icon and one of the most celebrated actresses of Indian cinema. Her immense popularity and the success of her films made her one of the highest paid actresses of her time. She was at the pinnacle of success when in 1969, at the age of only 36, her life was cut tragically short. If you haven't guessed already, today we are exploring the life and legacy of Madhubala. Welcome to Mysteries, Myths and Maharani's, where every tale is a journey through the pages of history. As Mumtaz Jahan Begum Dehlavi, on February 14, 1933, in Delhi, British India, Madhubala's story begins in an era of profound change and turmoil. The 1930s were a pivotal time in India, marked by the struggle for independence from British rule and significant social and political upheaval. As a child, Madhubala was captivated by the magic of cinema. Much like the rest of the nation, it provided a sense of escape. But Madhubala's fascination was on a different level. She would sing and mimic characters that she had seen on screen. This fascination would soon turn into her destiny. Her introduction to the film industry was not by chance but by necessity. When her father, Ataullah Khan lost his job at the Imperial Tobacco Company, it threw the family into financial hardship and prompted them to move to Bombay, the burgeoning hub of the Indian film industry, which was transitioning from the silent era to the talkies. Much like Meena Kumari, whose story we covered in an earlier episode, Madhubala's early career too would start as a means to support her family. Using the name Baby Mumtaz, she started appearing in films as a child artist at the age of nine. She made her first movie appearance in Basanth in 1942, for which she was paid a salary of 150 rupees. And this marked the beginning of a luminous career. In nineteen forty seven, at the age of fourteen, she was cast as the leading lady in Neil Kamal, opposite Raj Kapoor, another rising star of that era. This transition from child roles to lead roles was seamless for Madhubala, showcasing her natural talent and charisma on screen. This is when Devika Rani, the former actress and head of Bombay Talkies studio, recognized the talents and potential of young Madhubala. Known as the first lady of Indian cinema and the first recipient of the Dada Sahib Falke Award, Devika Rani suggested changing Mumtaz's screen name to Madhubala, which means a woman of honey. Her breakthrough came in 1949 with the film Mahal. Madhubala's performance in this movie is often cited as her arrival as a major star in Bollywood. The film was a massive success, and her portrayal of the enigmatic and ghostly woman was both captivating and haunting. With Mehel, Madhubala's star power was undeniable. She became a household name, and her beauty and talent began to be talked about across the nation. Her rise to stardom was meteoric, and she quickly became one of the most sought-after actresses in Bollywood. In the following years, she delivered many successful works. Tarana, Sangdil, and Amar with Dilip Kumar, Mr. and Mrs. with Guru Dutt, Kala Pani with Dev Anand, and Chalti Ka Naam Gadi with Kishore Kumar, among others. Her pairing with Dilip Kumar was especially loved by both audiences and critics. The duo formed a romantic bond off-screen as well. A casual romance that started during the shooting of their first film Tarana quickly turned into a serious relationship that would last seven years. They fell madly in love and became inseparable, often sighted together at public gatherings. Those that knew her closely said this was the period Madhupala was the happiest. It was also during this period in the early 1950s that they were both cast in leading roles for K. Asif's Mughal-e-Azam, one of Indian cinema's most iconic films. In his autobiography, Dilip Kumar writes about the audience's reaction to the casting announcement. Quotes. The announcement of our pairing in Mughal-e-Azam made sensational news in the early 1950s because of the rumours about our emotional involvement. In fact, K. Asif was ecstatic with the wide publicity and trade inquiries he got from the announcement. Close quotes, he wrote. Filming began in the early 1950s and given its opulent sets and grand design, it took many years to complete. It would only be released in August 1960, and during that period of prolonged filming, the couple's relationship underwent dramatic change. Having been giddily in love, they were engaged to be married, but their relationship came to a bitter end in 1957 due to strained relations between Madhubala's father and Dilip Kumar. It is said that Ataullah Khan agreed to the marriage of his daughter to Kumar, but only on the condition that Dilip Kumar does movies for his production house, which the actor refused. Later in his autobiography, Dilip Kumar would write about this. Open quotes. Matters began to sour between us thanks to her father's attempt to make the proposed marriage a business venture. Closed quotes. He adds that by the time they shot their iconic feather scene, one of the most sensual scenes of Indian cinema, the two were not even on talking terms. Open quotes. The outcome was that halfway through the production of Mughal-e-Azam, we were not even talking to each other. The classic scene with the feather coming between our lips, which set a million imaginations on fire, was shot when we had completely stopped even greeting each other. Closed quotes. This period was not only marked by profound heartbreak but also by a pivotal turn in Madhubala's health. She was diagnosed with a congenial heart condition called ventricular septal defect, commonly known as a hole in the heart. This was a serious medical issue, particularly at a time when medical science was not as advanced. Filming required long hours and strenuous activity, including shooting the iconic song sequence of Pyar kiya Toh Darna Kya in the Sheesh Mahal set, which was physically taxing. <laughs> Madhubala, despite her illness, performed with remarkable dedication and professionalism. Her condition, however, meant that she often struggled with the physical demands of the role. Her illness was not widely known at the time, and she continued to work through her health challenges, a testament to her commitment and passion for her craft. The film's lengthy production period also meant that Madhubala had to manage her deteriorating health while maintaining the continuity of her performance. Finally, when Mughal released on August 6, 1960, it broke box office records and became one of the highest-grossing Indian films of its time. It would hold that record for 15 years. The film was celebrated for its grandeur, elaborate sets, rich costumes, and its powerful storytelling. The use of colour in some of its sequences, particularly in Pyar Kiya To Darna Kya, was a significant highlight as the film was predominantly shot in black and white. Madhubala's performance as Anarkali was widely acclaimed. Critics and audiences were captivated by her performance of the legendary court dancer, which combined grace, emotion, and strength. However, after the release of Mughal-e-Azam, Madhubala retreated from the limelight, choosing to focus on her health. She had also found new love in Kishore Kumar her charismatic co-star from Chaldi Ka Naam Gari. Their on-screen chemistry had translated into a deep real-life connection. As Madhubala prepared to leave for London in search of medical treatment for her heart condition, Kishore Kumar proposed marriage. Madhubala accepted and the couple tied the knot in a private ceremony before setting off for London together. However, their trip to London was not what they had hoped for and brought heart-wrenching news. Doctors, upon assessing Madhubala's delicate condition, deemed surgery too risky and said she might only have two years to live. The couple returned home, their hearts heavier, Than when they'd left. Kishore Kumar, deeply affected by his wife's plight, is said to have been a pillar of strength in front of her while internally grappling with the impending loss. He transformed half of their home into a makeshift hospital, ensuring Madhubala had everything she needed. Yet, as time passed, Kishore began to detach, spending long periods away on work. This detachment, as speculated by those close to them, was possibly his way of coping with the looming loss of his beloved wife, a protective shield perhaps against the inevitable heartbreak. Even the times that they were together, it wasn't a blissful marriage. Madhubala's illness left her in constant distress, often feeling vulnerable and frustrated with her fate. This led to tensions and disagreements, creating a tumultuous domestic life. Through all of this, her illness remained a closely guarded secret, known only to her closest confidants and family members. In an industry where public image was everything, this vulnerability was kept out of the public eye. In an interview with Pratish Nandi many years later in 1985, Kishore Kumar spoke about his years with Madhubala. Open quotes. I knew she was very sick even before I married her, but a promise is a promise. So I kept my word and brought her home as my wife, even though I knew she was dying from a congenial heart problem. For nine long years, I nursed her, I watched her die before my own eyes. You can never understand what this means until you live through this yourself. She was such a beautiful woman and she died so painfully. She would rave and rant and scream in frustration. How can such an active person spend nine long years bedridden? And I had to humor her all the time. That's what the doctors asked me to. That's what I did till her very last breath. I would laugh with her. I would cry with her. Closed quotes. On February 23rd, 1969, after years of declining health, Madhubala succumbed to her illness. She was only 36 years old. Since she had been away from the limelight and her illness was kept private, the news of her death sent shockwaves across the nation. Fans and admirers, many of whom had grown up watching her films, were left heartbroken. The film fraternity, too, mourned the loss of one of its brightest stars. In 2018, 49 years after her death, the New York Times paid her a tribute in its new obituaries Called overlooked. Starting in the late 1940s, in a newly independent India finding its place in the world, Madhubala often portrayed modern young women testing the limits of tradition. Her roles, quotes, embodied the optimism of a new generation which was rather consciously moving away from its colonial past. Close quotes, write Nupur Sharma and Inam Abidi Amrohi independent journalists researching Hindi cinema. Unlike other actresses of her time, she wasn't typecast. Her natural, understated acting style brought her equal success in serious social dramas like Amar and in lighthearted comedies and period pieces. Her life, though marred by illness and untimely death, serves as a testament to the enduring spirit of a true artist. Madhubala's legacy transcends time. Her performances continue to enchant new generations of audiences. And her story remains a tragic but remarkable narrative in the history of Indian cinema. As we look back at her life, we are reminded of the words of the poet John Keats. A thing of beauty is a joy forever. Madhubala was indeed a joy forever, a beauty that continues to inspire, a legend that will never be forgotten.